Welcome back to episode 4 of Nintendo Rama. Thank you for being here today. Let's get this show on the road. So, Dave. Yes, Frank. I'm glad to hear you're back in full swing. Thank you. I'm glad to be back in full swing. I heard you were under the weather. Yeah, it was not great. It, um, uh, I, 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 I don't usually get sick, but when I do get sick, it lingers. Right. So, and uh, I still have that residual cough from a cold that I had at some point last week. So. No, I get you. I mean, it is what it is. I don't mind taking a week off if my co-host is not feeling well. There's plenty of people who wanted to take your spot really quick. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Am I that replaceable? (laughs) I was like, nah, man, I just started this. Um, We have a lot to talk about because you unfortunately got sick on a week that a lot of news dropped. I know. But it might be fortunate because this week so far, or last week, it's been two weeks, wasn't as much newsworthy content. Maybe right. it's a good maybe it's a good thing. Um before we get into all of that, high level we're gonna be talking about Indie World and Pokemon Snap along with a bunch of other news related items. Um mm-hmm. I got a bunch of pickups that I'm probably just gonna put in the show notes and not list out for everyone, but um to highlight, I guess I would talk I would say Coffee Talk out of all of the pickups I've gotten is my favorite one. Dude, this game is super addicting and if you don't have it you need to buy it instantly. All right. Like, it's a freaking fantastic soundtrack. The art, I guess it's considered pixel art, but it's super high quality and very nice background. And the dialogue between all the characters is cool, and it takes place in um, 2020 Seattle, but it has fantasy elements to it because there's, like, orcs and elves and everything running around. Um, And you're literally just a coffee shop owner, and you talk to these people and learn about their lives and make them coffee and drinks and stuff. And I don't know why it's so aesthetically pleasing, (laughs) but it is. And it's very relaxing. It does look really nice, aesthetically. I've not played it, but I've seen the trailers, I've seen the screenshots. It's always like that one game that's on my wish list to purchase, but somehow, you know, I never do for some reason. Yeah, I I had it from Strictly Limited Games. Uh, I finally got it sent to me because I wanted the physical. And it looks pretty nice. It cost me about 40, but I think it was worth it. And then I also, I grabbed a bunch of other stuff, but of note, I'd say probably Evercade Carts 15 and 16. I know this is a Nintendo show, but let's Mm -hmm. throw it in there. Um, And Rivals of Aether, which is a fighting game that I wanted that's a 2D fighter, sort of like Smash Brothers. Um, And they keep adding characters and content to it. Huh? Is that, it's Rivals of Aether, like the indie version of Smash Brothers with like Shovel Knight and stuff added in? Yeah, it's the indie version of Smash Brothers that's not the other version of Smash Brothers that you're thinking of. What's that other one? Um, There's another one that's like Rivals of Aether that's not Rivals of Aether. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, what is that game called? I'll think of it's it too, not... like halfway through the show and then yell it out or something. It's not uh, Brawlhalla, right? Yes, it is Brawlhalla. <laughs> That's the one okay. I was saying. So I'd say Rivals of Aether is even more indie version of Brawlhalla. And, you know, they both do the 2D art. Um, I think Rivals of Aether is probably even more pixely, though, but um, mm-hmm. has a long, wide cast of characters. And I think What's-His-Name is in it, too. Um, 
Yeah, actually, no. I think Shovel Knight is in it, and it's coming, and they're they're adding more characters in in twenty twenty one. So nice. Yeah. Um. What about you? Uh. Well, I picked up two collections on Switch, and uh, one game I picked up on Android. Actually, um, the collections that I picked up on Switch were the Blizzard Arcade Collection. Yeah. Which uh, recently got an update to add two more games. One of them was a racing game, but important for me was Lost Vikings Two was added which I really liked. Unfortunately, they only added the SNES version, not the North by Northwest CD version, the, which in my opinion is the better version. The, um, I actually, so I actually didn't grab this on Switch because I got it for free within, because I bought the Blizzard collection, because um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like Blizzard games. I play Overwatch, Hearthstone, World of Warcraft. I play them off right, stream. Right. But uh, I bought the collect the collection, the 30-year celebration pack, and they gave this to everyone who bought that for free, so I got it on PC. Um, I think it's pretty good, honestly. And yeah, they got you. I think they give you RPM Racing and Lost Vikings 2 along with mm-hmm. um, Lost, Lost Vikings, Vikings 1, one. Rock and Roll Rush, Black- and what's the other one? Um, Black Thorn? Black Hawk? Yeah, Black Thorn. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, pretty good. It's not, it's not a terrible but- price either, even if you don't have it. No, free. it's not. The one thing, though, like I said, like if if, if I've, I'm currently playing Lost Vikings one on it, right? Because I had that on Genesis growing up, that was great. Um, the thing is, they have three versions of Lost Vikings one. They have the SNES version, which has mm, debatably the better soundtrack. It has the Genesis version, which has added levels. And then it has the definitive version, which has the added levels from the Genesis version, but the debatably better soundtrack from the SNES version, as well as other quality of life updates. Which is why it surprises me that they only added the SNES version of Lost Vikings 2. Yeah. I obviously, actually, I don't know. I don't know if I was alive for some of these when they first released, but um, I've played them prior. But it's cool to have these again available on newer hardware, newer systems, yes, remade, all that stuff. Um, just like Diablo 2 finally coming to console after it's never been on console is a great idea, mm-hmm. so I'm excited for that later in the year. But yeah, um, for the Serious Sam trilogy, how does that run on Switch? Because I actually have it on PC and it runs, obviously, great because it's not, like, intensive. Gotta be honest, I've been playing Doom Eternal on Switch, so I haven't had time to try Serious Sam yet. I picked it up, but I haven't tried it yet. Um, from what I understand, it should run fine, even though, like, you know, they it's a monster fest. There's the screen is constantly filled with monsters, mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't expect them to put it on there if it's gonna dip like crazy in the in the frame rates. I will try it this week somewhere and get back to you on that next week. Yeah, I I I bought it because they had it came in a pack with the VR set, and when mm-hmm. and I was I try to buy VR games when I can for my Rift, so I was like, eh, let me get it. And playing that in VR is hilariously fun because you just have hordes <laughs> of enemies running at you, and you're using whatever weapon you want. Right. Um, uh, it's not. I like it's it. not so much. It's not so much with Doom Eternal. I've been finding that that certain weapons really make more sense on certain enemies in that game. Fair enough. What's um? What's this mobile game you're talking about? You changing sides, man? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, I carry my phone around everywhere, unlike the Switch, which I only carry around half the time. Um, no. Um, I did not pick up Monster Hunter Stories when it originally came out in 3DS. Neither did so I. So I missed out. I missed out on that one. 
Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why is because when Monster Hunter Stories came out, I was already living in the U.S. with a European uh, 3DS, and 3DS unfortunately not region free. So oh, that's one of the reasons. I do I remember that being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was like twenty four dollars on the Android, you know, the, the, the Google Play Store. Right. And I do not want to pay $24 for a Google Play game, honestly. It, it can be the greatest game ever. I do not want to pay $25 for an, a mobile game. This is something and, I feel like I should pick up before 2 comes out. And then two days ago, I want to say, they dropped the price to $4.99. It, wasn't a, it, it doesn't indicate that it's a sale. It's just a price drop. How does it play? It plays pretty fine. So, it's, have you played it enough to like give a, an opinion about the game? It's it's fun. It's it's a fun little game. It well, little game. It it, it tries to take the original Monsanto formula, you know, gathering resources, yeah. all that good stuff, and combine it with a more traditional RPG system. I've heard it's basically Monster Hunter Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Or like maybe I, maybe more so Monster Hunter Final Fantasy World of Final Fantasy. Uh, I, I would not be able to say that because I've never played World of Final Fantasy, but I can see the Pokemon comparison. Maybe compare it to like Nino Kuni, yeah, where, where they have that like monster catching uh, element added in. Yeah, I kind of want to get it just to play it through. I don't know if it's connected with two at all. I'm assuming it is, but I haven't played it at all, and I wanted to try it before two comes out because two looks really nice. Right, that's why I was like, I want to play two, but if they're connected, which it seems like. Right. I don't want to miss out on one, and you know, for four ninety nine, it was an easy pickup. Yeah, and I don't. We don't have it in the notes, but as a segue, really quick, we do have the announcement that Capcom's doing an event tomorrow, April twenty seventh. If you're listening, um, for Monster Hunter Stories two, they're probably going to give more info, maybe some gameplay, and mm-hmm. I'm assuming they'll open pre orders because I still can't pre order this thing, and I'm trying to get the collector's edition, and. Um, the update for Monster Hunter Rise 2.0 is supposed to be announced and shown there, along with more content and what monsters are going to be added other than Apex, Rathalos, and Camellios. So I'm excited. We were talking about this right before I went live. Yeah. Despite what I've been saying about Monster Hunter so far, I'm pretty darn hyped for the update. Yeah, man, you got to finish the game first. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will. Eventually, I will. But, uh, Disappointed. You know, Finals are coming up. Those kind of have precedence right now. That's fair. I remember that. Um, diving just straight in. I don't know. How do you want to do? You want to talk about indie world first, and then go over the articles, or go over the articles and then end with indie world? Uh, maybe go over indie world first because there was plenty to unpack here. Sure. You can and, uh, lead this convo, and I'll just comment on the games because I don't have all these uh, links open. <laughs> Mm, neither have I for all the games, but uh, Road 96, that one stood out to me. That one looked really good. That's the, that uh, one with the multiple journeys that you talk to people through or whatever? Yes. Yeah, that one taking looked different, right. Taking a different approach might happen different things. Uh, it, at first, it seemed like something, I want to say, kind of like uh, Telltale's uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. But then it had like that segment in the back of a truck where you're shooting at oncoming cars and stuff. And I'm like, that is completely different. So. Perhaps the road you take will be either more conversation-based or action-based or whatever. I, I can't quite say, but it, 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 that was one of the more interesting games to me. Yeah, when you were streaming this, you actually said that 
I thought you think I would like this game, and I think I might have to grab it. <laughs> I think I might have to grab it too. It's coming out later, twenty twenty one. Didn't have an exact date, from what I understand. Right. There was a lot of dates though, and a lot of, and a few um, available now announcements. So it was good. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Then there was Aerial Knights Never Yield. It was the uh, 3D runner game. Dude, the g- if this game sucks, that's whatever, but the soundtrack was phenomenal. Yeah, I've, I've heard not great things up. about the demo, because there is a demo available. I have not yet played this demo. It, Neither have uh, I. It's a runner game, what can I say? I've, I've, I already have... If you've played Temple Run, you've played them all, right? I mean... Well, this one is both <laughs> 2D and 3D, I want to say. Yeah. But I've played got like um, I played the original uh, Bitrip Runner, right? And then I I, I recently, quite recently actually, one hundred percent completed Bubsy Pause and Fire, which is you know one of his other runners. Ah, uh, yes, still the have, meme of our Discord. And I still have Runner Three um, on my Switch, so I I am good on Runner games for now, honestly. <laughs> Even if the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, that's fair. But I feel that's a that's a a recurring theme with these runner games, you know, they when the soundtrack is amazing, it makes it easier to do level design around the, the audio, you know, it kind of yeah. lines up most right, of the time. Right, 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 right. Katana Zero did that really well, actually, even though it's not a runner game. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, linking up gameplay with music. Um, I don't know if it's next for you, but Ali Ali World looks really good. Yeah, Ali Ali World. Um, also, uh, I, I think that's also another. Technically, runner, quote unquote, except you're on a skateboard, not running. <laughs> right. I bought the Switch Stance game right because of this indie world because it's two games in one and it was eighty percent off, so it was only two dollars. And it's actually pretty addicting and kind of hard because uh, you have to use your buttons and analogs to do different tricks and land a certain way. And if you don't do it, you'll fall and wipe out. So I, mm-hmm. I like that. But the art style in the Ali Ali world looks really nice comparatively. So I'll probably grab it. And I also just like skateboarding. Nice. Well, I'm. There's only one skateboarding game for me, and that's uh, uh, Tony Hawk's. Which is yeah, coming to the two. Switch. Yes, I'm waiting for that one. I don't know if they, I don't remember if they gave it a release date though. Uh, somewhere this year, I want to say. No, yeah, it's definitely this year. I just don't remember if they gave a release date. I'm just gonna stick with my Xbox copy because I got the copy with the Tony Hawk Birdhouse board. But it's definitely a great game. It's a good remake for sure. Mm. Um. Um, I next don't were... know if I care about this next one, if we're going in order. Which one is that? Hindsight. Uh, I think Last Up and Hindsight were both games by Variable State. And I didn't even... At first, I wasn't even sure there were two different games. I thought that that's, was like that's the one, one right? Yeah, that's the one where it was one long announcement. I yeah. didn't really care for either of them, but that's just game style. I mean, I like a lot of games, but I can't like every single game. Right, I agree with that one. It's it's just, it didn't grab me. It uh, you know it did grab me. That Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, it did, dude. This looks amazing. How are you gonna say this, dude? Okay, here's you're the not deal. a TMNT not... fan. Is that what you're gonna tell me right now? I am not a TMNT fan. Ah, uh... I know, right? No, I I it looks <laughs> it looks really good. Like. It it looks like a true spiritual successor to Turtles in Time, and I can't be happier. Plus, it's called Shredder's Revenge. Like that's awesome. 
Well, I, I like beat em ups. Beat, Switch is like literally a beat em up machine, as uh, as well as an RPG machine. It's just a beat em up machine. There's like every beat em up on here. You know what? You can have your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, one game that wasn't on here, but that I'm looking forward to, is Asterix and Obelix Slap Them All by Microids. I don't know what this and is. And it's it's also a beat em up, but it's from a different. It, it, it's from a Belgian comic. Oh, is this the one you keep asking? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you can have your turtles beat him up, and I will have my asterisks beat him up. <laughs> fine, 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 fine. Um, I also liked... What was that one? Um, oh, God, I can't think of it now. Oh! There is no game? They showed... Yes, that, that one looks interesting. I haven't bought it yet. Same. I That one looks interesting. It's kind of a point-and-click adventure from what I can tell, but... Yeah, no, uh, I think it is sure. from people in the, our Discord who have mentioned it. It's point-and-click, but... The game evolves, and there's different stuff and different genres right. mixed in. Um, yeah, that was that one's definitely. It, it, it's one of those games that I don't want to do research into because if I want to play it, I want to be surprised. Right, exactly. They showed okay, um, they showed um, that longing Chris? game. The longing. Yes, did you pick it up? I didn't. It's on my wish list because I'm not sure if I want to grab it. Same. It's... Um, Mr. Pickles grabbed it in our Discord. They they seem to like it. I don't know. I also know that Phineas Fool, <laughs> Jason Jason on Twitter, likes this one, and he's been playing it. And but you have to play it for it, it's four hundred days real time. Real time. So yes. you know, technically, you have to play it for four hundred days to beat it. Some people have been calling it um, uh, Silk Song. Uh, uh, wait, waiting for Silk Song uh, Simulator. Jeez, that's terrible. <laughs> um, I don't know about all that. Um, what was the one you just mentioned? Uh, there is no game. No, uh, Chris Tales. Dude, I have this one pre-ordered. I've been had this uh, pre-ordered from for Best Buy for probably half a year, and they kept changing the release date. Now that they finally have a release date, I'm in. Honestly, I didn't even know it wasn't released yet. I've I've heard of it before, and I was like, wasn't this game out like months ago? It looks so good. It looks so good. The art style is so amazing. I don't even know how to describe what this game is, but it looks cool. Um, I was going to say that I'm really interested in Getsu Fumaden, which Konami's reviving finally. Yes, like, that one I really good. I could not believe they actually announced that. I mean, for Konami to announce something is already cool, but for them to announce a game that is a classic and hasn't been around for a while is even cooler. That's almost as cool as announcing a remake of a Castlevania game. In my, you know my what, opinion. though? Um, Getsu, uh, Get, uh, Getsu Fumaden was such a big deal for Konami to announce on the Japanese indie world presentation. That was the one last thing. See, there you go. And it's, um, it's a hack and slash, so that's always fun. It, it, it looks really amazing. It's kind it of like really Muramasa Rebirth, if you've ever played that on like Vita or Dragon's Crown or something like that. It's, it's a yep. good hack and slash. Well, whatever. It's, it's a good hack and slash <laughs> for sure. Um, speak, I'm Aztec. just going out of order, but Aztec, looks, okay. Aztec looked interesting. I don't know if I would grab it, though. I think the art style looked a little too clunky to me. That's uh, one of those games I was looking at. I'm like, eh, I can see myself picking that one up. I would ask for a review code, but I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd grab it. Which brings you actually to an interesting point with Aztec and Getsu Fumaden and all that. They, these games really did true to the name Indie World. They were from all over the place. All, not all just... over the place and um, a lot of genre representation. Yes. I think there was even a racing game. Um, Art of Rally. Art of Rally? Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, Fez got shown and announced and released. That was cool. It's good to have Fez on the Switch. I mean, I've played it a little bit before. I never beat it, but I did buy it again because it's one of the quote-unquote, like, I guess, founding new-gen indie games, I guess, to give it a title because... Right. Um, it's kind of like Cave Story and stuff like that. Yeah, it's... yeah, and they... I actually... I don't know... I don't remember what the documentary was called, but there was a documentary on Netflix about indies, and Fez was featured along with the creator, and it was just really interesting to see. Um, Super should... Meat Boy was, I think, was another one in that in that game. I should watch that documentary if you ever find the name of it. Yeah, it was like Fez, Super Meat Boy, and something else. Like what that generation of indies that started, um, you know. So Fez was like kind of a leading thing in that. Oh, it was the other one that came out on Xbox 360. The Peggle. No, it was like the. <laughs> What's like a platform where you could mess with time, you know, if you stood still, everything stood still, and if you moved, everything moved? Oh, I do remember this, but I don't know the name of it. That was also, like, really early on. Oh, um, it's going out of order. I was hugely excited in that sizzle rule that they always do for House of mm -hmm. the Dead remake. I was freaking, I was freaking out. See, this is an interesting point. The House of the Dead remake might be done by an indie studio, but is it really an indie game, though? Because it's a remake of a AAA title, technically. I think it's because it's done by an indie studio. But mm -hmm. the remake looks really good, and the music looks good. And I watched the full trailer because they linked the full trailer afterwards, and I'm impressed. Um, I would even, if they decide to sell a light gun, I will buy one. But if they don't, I will still just use my Joy-Con. I'm excited. Yeah, but how how good is that gonna work? I mean, remember when we play when you play Mario Galaxy uh, with the with the with the Joy-Con, they have to re readjust every so often because it just starts to veer off center. I guess. I mean, um, what's it called? It has the same thing with the you know, balloons. With a, a fast-paced game like House of the Dead, that might not be the best solution. Well, I mean, I'm sure they'll think of something. They have that balloon game in. 51 games and it works pretty well with it so yeah that's true i'm totally have to buy it dude i i bought a wii u again and so i could play wii games just so i could buy all the house of dead games with the light gun <laughs> and play it so and that, that was and, and that resident evil game that was on the wii that had the light gun um i uh, bought all of that. yeah i bought it all just for that so i totally have to buy it on switch and if well, they do I, I, I might even have to buy it twice if lrg picks it up and does a physical <laughs> um uh, what else? Um, oh, they ended with Oxen Free too. What do you think of that? I've not played Oxen Free, so I have no idea. I don't even know. I felt like I feel like I own it and I didn't play it. <laughs> and then I that was also that was also a point and click adventure, right? Oxen Free. I don't know. I didn't, I don't think I played it. Uh, I'm almost positive it was like a launch Switch game or like really close to launch. Unless I'm thinking of something else. I I think I picked up. Um... Timberweed Park instead of Oxen Free when I had to. I chance. actually wanted to grab that too. Oh, Timberweed Park is great. Fair enough. Anything else for the indie world? Um, there were a couple of other ones that were on the list. Nothing that really catched my uh, catched caught my attention. <laughs> um, like you said, Art Rally, Skull, the Hero Slayer, Kiwi, Kiwi? Weaving Tides, Ender Lilies. Oh, Beast. Ender Lilies! I have to buy that game, dude. I I favorited that thing instantly. That looks amazing. It looks like a two D Dark Souls. Beasts of Maravilla Island. I don't, and I don't even remember them one, showing one that. More that. One more that really caught my attention because of the art star was Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective. I don't know what that is. 
but okay. It kind of it kind of looked like the uh, it kind of looks like a page of a Where Swallow book, but then set in a slightly different art style. It looked great. Oh, okay, I do remember that now. I feel like there was another game I bought the same day as this that was other than Fez. Oh, I mean other than Fez and Ali Ali, but I can't remember now. Uh, Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, I don't see any more anything else on the list here. Well, regardless, I think it was a pretty good indie world. It was Nintendo's first showcase for the new year, I'm pretty sure. So, right. Oh well, if you don't count Pokemon and Smash Directs, um, it was their first. You know. No, we had an actual Nintendo Direct. Well, yeah, but like their first. Um. I'm I'm going based off their fiscal year, so it was their first indie, right. you know, for the fiscal year, because uh, it was after March 31st. Because I don't think they're going to do a direct before the E3 event before that they E3, confirmed. Yeah. I we, we can might... see them doing a partner showcase, and that's it. Yeah, we might see a partner showcase, but that's about it. I but I don't know, man. You, they, I don't. Even, we might not even get a partner showcase because next week is May, or actually Saturday is May, and yes, E3 is, is June 12th or 13th. So I mean. At this point, it might not even be worth it, and that's fine. Um, speaking of E3, a couple more companies are coming. I think Bandai Namco has confirmed they're coming, as well as Sega. The only big one that's not coming still is PlayStation. Well, Bandai Namco makes sense, because they already have Snap coming, and they have Tales of Arise, which they just announced the release date for. And I already pre-ordered the Collector's Edition, because I'm a <laughs> psycho and wanted the statue. Um, <laughs> I can't not buy that statue. And it's not even coming out on Switch, so I had to get it on something else. Um, All right. There's another game they're making as well um, that I can't think I, of. I feel like they're making I, Scarlet Nexus. I'm hoping that the rumors are true and that at E3 we will see like um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on Switch from Bandai. That would be cool. Um, Sega makes sense because it's Sonic's 30th anniversary, so I feel like they're going to announce something. Probably the... those, rumored, those rumored remakes? Uh, yeah, what was it? Colors or something like that? Uh, yeah, Sonic Colors. I think I saw an article that also says Sonic Generations might be getting a remake, which is weird because just make Generations 2 with new levels or something because, it, once again, anniversary title. Dude, I feel like I totally missed out because I didn't play either of those games. Uh, Generations... Generations looked cool. It was like one with a different cover, like it had two different versions of Sonic or something like that. Yes, Generations, I would say, is the best Sonic game since... Mania? Well, between Sonic 3 and Knuckles and Sonic Mania, I would say that one's the best one. What's Definitely that? The best. Is there a, a Sonic game called Sonic Lost World? Yes. There that is, was right? The, that was the Wii U exclusive. That was a, Okay, I have a problem with that game. It's fun. It has a Yoshi level. It has a Zelda-inspired level, which literally, like, at some point, you can see Link in the level on his uh, loft wing, which is cool. Yeah, but where is Sonic Heroes? <sighs> Sonic Heroes was not made by Sonic Team. What about the other one? Um, Sonic Sonic Air Ride or whatever. Or Sonic Ride. What the freak? You know what I'm talking about? They did Kirby uh, Air Ride on GameCube and they did the Sonic one. Yeah, but that... Uh, Sonic I, I Riders, dude. We need that. I can't say I was a big fan of Sonic Riders. You're I tried it and I tried it again and I tried it again. I just could not get into Sonic Riders. Well, point being, I, I, I get that Sega's there for just for Sonic alone because it's the 30th anniversary. They're probably going right. to show Fantasy Star 2's expansion because that's coming out for Xbox soon. Um, Maybe. Well, I don't see them not doing that if it's not out by then because that's a huge game for Xbox. And mm-hmm. Fantasy Star makes money because it has a lot of... Um, subscribers? Not subscribers. Uh, what's the word? It has a lot of um, 
MTX microtransactions. Ah. Uh, they should bring Sonic Collection to the Switch, says Kool-Aid Moonwalk. What is the Sonic I Collection? I agree. Is that, a, is that an actual game, or is this a man, fan-made thing? It's something that's been speculated. Like, instead of releasing individual games, do something like Sonic All-Stars. Yeah, I mean, it's the 30th anniversary. You, I really thought by now we would have heard something. But, like I said, E3 is the probably, probably the stage to do it. I mean, it's, it's, it's also Zelda's anniversary. What do we get? And it's Private Metroid's anniversary. And it's Persona's anniversary. And it's Pokemon's anniversary. I can keep yeah, going not, on anniversaries. We're not getting anything. <laughs> Dude, Persona needs to have something. Something else. Right. Atlas actually still said they're working on something for Persona. And it's Mega, Man's, Mega Man Battle Network's anniversary. And, that's true. Um, did, but Capcom did say that they said to be patient. So I really think we're going to get a Battle Network collection. There's too many anniversaries this year. It's going to be horrible for my wallet. Yeah. yeah. Especially, especially once Nintendo announces that Switch Pro at E3, it's going to be over. That's fair. I, I can't think of what else Sega is making right now. Um, oh, because they just announced um, more stuff for... Um, what is it called? Oh, yeah, Bayonetta? No? That's, no. that's a Sega property, right? I guess. They just made Yakuza like a dragon, so maybe there's another Yakuza thing. Yakuza wow. collection for Switch. No. Oh, oh, dude, that'd be cool, but no, I don't <laughs> think so. I already have them on Game Pass. I don't need to buy them. Um, um, Alien Isolation, maybe a sequel? Because I heard it was really good, and I still haven't played it. You know what surprises me about that title? What? A lot of people say it's better on Switch than on PS4. I've heard that, too. They could put Shenmue on the Switch. <laughs> oh, God, no. Do you guys think Nintendo will talk about Pikmin Mobile within the next few months since this is an outdoor-based game? Hopefully they release this before summer starts. Oh, right, that did get yes. teased. I forgot about that. I think they'll probably talk about it at E3 and it'll be released almost exactly at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Pikmin Mobile and Pokemon Unite might uh, come to might release at E3 or like shortly after. Dude, Pokemon Unite's cool because you can play it on the Switch and mobile at the same time. I um, know. Um, speaking of at the same time... Oh, this is actually has nothing to do with it at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Val and Wonderworld Wonder oh got taken down. The demo. Yeah. Um, you know your game is bad when your demo gets taken down. Well, I think they took it down themselves. I don't think Nintendo took it down. I think. Well, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. I think they just realized they like didn't do well. Yeah, I think Square was like, "Hey, this demo might be hurting our sales. Let's take it down." Even though the damage was already done, because Square I was doing it. so well too. Like I played the demo, and I, re I I tried to go in with an open mind, but come on, man! If if your power ups are so, um, uh, what what's it called? You know, inconsequential. Like, oh, you can only use it once, and now you have three power ups, and none of them allow you to jump. But you need to jump right. over this little obstacle, and I'm like, come on, just at least give me a jump button, man. Dude, I wanted this game to be good because the art style was really cool. But yes, I agree. I like when you have like that 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 like that that speed costume that makes you the halfway look like Sonic. Looks amazing. It looks great, and then it's like, oh, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I got I got I played level one and two in a demo, and I was like, I'm so bored already with this game. There's also, um, you know. The fact that the Labo website got taken down, which yeah. was interesting. They did respond um, to that, though. About, yes, they did. They said that they 
Uh, the, ex the exact quote is, Nintendo Labo is still available at retail locations. We routinely conduct product, website maintenance, and reorganization. Information on Nintendo Labo can be found at Nintendo.com. So basically, they just consolidated it into their website, and they're probably going to bury it because they're not going to do anything else with it. Yeah. It's got to be like, you know, you have to click on Switch, and then you have to click on Accessories and Other, and then you can find Labo. <sighs> I... Don't know if it's considered a success or a failure. I never bought any of the Labo. I would have only. I really would have bought the camera if it worked with Snap. I'm not even lying mm -hmm. to you. But um, I bought the VR starter pack, which comes with like two things, and it was fun for a little while. You know, it it has like those building games. Well, you know, it's kind of fun for a little bit. Like one of them is like literally a jump scare game. It's like, oh, you look at the book and it says, look behind you, you turn around and something pops out of the darkness, you know? Yeah, but in the end of the so, day, it's cardboard. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's cardboard. I mean, the, the thing is here, um, I played Breath of the Wild with it, right? And obviously, graphics took a hit because, you know, you, you split your 720p resolution in half. Well, no, it doubles it, actually. It has to put it in, it should, in theory, if it works the way VR works, it has to put it in both eyes at the same time. Yes, but because the Switch can't run it at double freak, uh, double resolution, it literally cuts it in half. Once you put that thing on your face with Breath of the Wild, it looks horrendous. Oh, Gotta so it has honest. to do 360 in both eyes. Yes. That's terrible. Looks, looks terrible, but at the same time, it works amazing. Like, everything had such a, a sense of scope to it. That it doesn't have on like regular gameplay. I was playing Breath of the Wild in VR, and I'm like, was this wall always this tall, or does it just seem that way because I'm playing in VR? And in VR, it just everything just seems bigger, better, more impressive, despite the fact that it looks like crap. Did I imagine <laughs> they, that they? Am I imagining this, or did they have it where you could actually watch Smash matches while in VR or something like that? Yeah, you could play. I think one minute matches, or you could watch them. It's so weird, dude. It's so weird. Like, like I said, they put the entirety of Breath of the Wild in VR, but then games like Mario Odyssey, it's like, oh, here's like a handful of VR missions for you to play. Oh, here's like, you cannot play Smash, but uh, you can look at Smash. Yeah. Like, you put Breath of the Wild completely in VR. What's the problem with the rest of these games? I, I don't know. Level's weird, man. That was just Nintendo being experimental because they they're doing really well with the Switch, I think, in my opinion. You know, you know how this could work better? How? Replace the cardboard with plastic yeah. and release a Switch Pro. Maybe. So that you can actually run VR. That's another rumor. Switch Pro. But who knows? Um, right. Speaking of other sad news... Ninja oh, Gaiden yes. is, is cutting... Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, which is coming out this summer for the Switch, is cutting some things. Mm -hmm. um, first off, um, they're cutting online multiplayer and tag missions in Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, and then they're also cutting in Ninja Gaiden 3 Clan Battle for Shadows of the World and online multiplayer and Ninja Trials. And yep. this launches June 10th, so people are annoyed they're cutting stuff. But I mean, I'm just happy it's on the Switch, to be honest with you. So am I, and... How, be honest, how many people buy Ninja Gaiden purely for the multiplayer? Yeah, I didn't even freaking know this had multiplayer, so like, I don't exactly. know who's buying Ninja Gaiden Master Collection for the multiplayer. If you have to cut it, to cut it, whatever, but I don't know. I get not wanting to cut stuff that was a new game originally, but I'm not, mm -hmm. it's not like they cut a key feature. They cut mostly, from what I can see, multiplayer things. Like, if the multiplayer was like this really great, amazing mode that really supplemented the gameplay, 
I probably would have heard of the multiplayer and I would have been sad that it was removed, but I've never heard of the multiplayer, so... Yeah, that'd be... It, it's different. It's not like they cut Mercenaries mode in Resident Evil 6 or 5, you know? That's, like, a cool, awesome feature, and a lot of people like it and play it. I mean, they brought it back for 8 because it was so requested and 7 didn't have it. Mm. So, that's not the same as this, though. So, I, I just don't see the upset for it, but whatever. Right. In better yeah. news... You want to do this announcement? Ooh, that Mario Kart 8 becomes the best-selling racing game in the U.S. History. U.S. Yes. History. It finally yeah. overtook Mario Kart Wii. Which I never I thought it was that, going to do. I find it amazing that the only game that can outsell... The only racing game that can outsell Mario Kart is Mario Kart. Dude, it's crazy. Like, so, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold 33 million copies as of December 31st and the Wii U original only sold 8.45 and I say only but that's still a lot for a game Um, especially considering the Wii U's installed base right and so if you combine the two sales the lifetime sales pass the Mario Kart Wii but individually the Wii game is technically out in front and I still think it's gonna be passed by the time the Switch is dead even if you don't combine the sales I'm I'm not seeing them releasing a Mario Kart 9 anytime soon. They just released Mario Kart, uh, what's it called, Live? Yeah, which is actually pretty good. They should add more carts to that, other than Mario and Luigi. They should make a Peach and Bowser one. Speaking of adding content. Speaking of adding content, they should have a DLC content. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do for DLC content? You already have your physical card. You make your own tracks. No, no, no. DLC content for, for 8, sorry. They should. They could oh. add more tracks, more characters. They could literally just keep doing that forever. They could make it like Smash if they wanted to. Uh, uh, here's the thing, though. Eight has been out since launch, basically, maybe half a year later. That's this game. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe itself is like turning four soon. The releasing DLC now might not be in the best. Animal Crossing did it with New Leaf. That still surprises me. They did it. Animal Crossing came out in mid-2013, and they released DLC in 2016 for it. So I can see them doing it. And then yet, Animal Crossing New Horizons update aren't that, aren't that great looking, in my opinion. There's been a few ones that have been great, and now they're just like redoing events or like adding small events and mostly just adding items to the item pool, which is always welcome. But yeah, I'm waiting for a significant update, sadly. Speaking of which, the next update arrives later this week with new twists. Yeah, for... 428 um we're getting new twist on the holiday events for like weddings and stuff like that that's how you do a segue by the way (laughs) yeah that's how you do a segue um i also saw that super mario lego luigi leaked and then got confirmed correct yes uh yeah uh, what happened here was um First, in the, the Mario was updated. You can update your little Mario figurine, and in the you know pe- people immediately start like going to the data, data mining that stuff, and they found like oh Mario can now call for Luigi, and that's weird. And then um, I think I want to say Amazon China listed some of it. I, I'm not sure then, to be honest. I think yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Amazon China is now listing adventures with Luigi said, yes. And uh, a couple of days later, Nintendo confirmed it, that Luigi, Lego Luigi is coming. Yeah, so that's something else to look forward to. Um, 
They Which, also they also had I don't know I've seen this set all of the Lego sets because they have it on display in the Nintendo New York store and it looks cool but uh, I don't know man. It's yeah I, I I think it's also compatible with the NES Lego set right like very minimally compatible like if you put Mario on top of the TV it will recognize it or something I don't I don't exactly know how it works. The tech is very cool I can't lie but I just don't have the room for it. <laughs> The tech is pretty cool, I can't lie, but once I buy it, what am I going to do with it, honestly? Yeah. yeah. Probably just going to sit on a shelf. Um, we have two articles left, but I'm going to switch them. So SnowRunner got a Nintendo Switch trailer. Um, this is a game where you basically are an ice road trucker driving through the snow, mm -hmm. delivering stuff. I've heard the physics for this game are pretty good. It's kind of like Mudrunner, but instead of being in the mud and whatnot, you're in the snow. Um, I didn't ever get to play Mud Runner, and I really wanted to, so maybe I'll just pick up this one. I don't know if you're yeah. interested in this. It's just like a realistic driving sim, basically. I've been, I've recently gotten back into Euro Truck Simulator on Steam. Right. So maybe maybe I want to play this. I'm not entirely sure. I, I it's one thing that I like about Euro Truck Simulator. It's like you know, it's Europe. I recognize these roads. I know where I am. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I know where I am in regards to the Switch sales, too, in Japan. Oh, barely <laughs> missing that top five spot. So, Nintendo Switch is now the sixth best-selling console of all time in Japan, which is a lot of awesomeness in one sentence. Right. The fifth spot Wait. is the PSP, which actually is not surprising because the PSP was really cool. Um, but it's going to definitely beat that. Um, yeah, it's, it, this is like when, when Switch Lite was announced, a lot of people compared it to PSP, and yeah, I, I can't blame them for that, because what was PSP if not a very powerful handheld, which the Switch in itself basically is. Yeah, exactly, and the PSP is at 19,890, like if I can read the chart right, and the Switch is at 19,4, so we're going to beat it pretty quick. Um, Let's see if I can... After the uh, yeah, PSP no. is the PS2, and the PS2 is one of the best-selling consoles if not the best-selling console of all time in terms of like like how long it's been on the market because it was on the market for like 15 years yeah <laughs> so it has a lot of games and anyone who has a complete ps2 collection you are a i don't even let's know. just say in, in japan it's like they're like what 2.5 million behind ps2 so that's not a whole that's not a big number two point comparatively 2.5 million is not a big number Right, and then Especially they have 3DS shortly after that at 24 mil. So I think we can get to number three. I don't know if we're going to be Game Boy and regular DS. Ooh, yeah, that's that's a tough cookie. DS was like, especially DS, it was like... Um, DS is revolutionary, had, it, but so is Switch, so you never for, know. But, but DS had something for everybody, you know? It's Switch, they're trying to more market this to um, gamers as well. Even though, you know, they have the occasional advertisement where it's not really targeted at gamers. But DS, that was like, you know, this isn't for everybody. Everybody could play it, you know. It's here's yeah. a book on your, here's a collection of 100 books on your 3DS uh, on your DS. Nobody's gonna do that nowadays anymore because you can download books on your Android. You're not gonna put a 100 right. book collection on Switch. Look, I mean, if you can get to top three, that's obviously great. And considering that in the top six, four of them right now are Nintendo products, I think Nintendo's mm -hmm. doing fine. <laughs> yeah. So. No, 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 no. Switch is a failure. Nintendo should go third party. They're never going to make it. Yeah. Remember all of that? I remember all of that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have pretty high faith in Nintendo to do, yeah, to so, do well with it. 
like I said, just release that pro and squeeze a couple of extra li uh, lifespan of it. Right. There you go. I wanted to take a couple of extra years, and then I wanted to say lifespan, and I messed up. <laughs> we also... Oh, I don't know if we announced this. I actually don't remember, because uh, these notes are a little bit old, but we did have the Resident Evil 8 event, and they did announce some things, one of them being that Resident Evil 4 is, is coming to VR with the Oculus Quest, and mm -hmm. they're also putting Resident Evil in Dead by Daylight, which yes, is awesome. Yes, finally. We that's that's going to be great. I, I'm excited get, for that collab. We, we can match up Silent Hill and Resident Evil now in that game. Yeah, exactly. Like... I don't know who they're going to put. They haven't. I think this is in May. They're going to have their Dead by Daylight anniversary event and they're uh, like a live stream and they're supposed to announce the Resident Evil content. Uh, as so far, I think first, it's probably going to be a survivor and a killer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're doing both. At least one of each. Maybe two survivors like they did with uh, Stranger Things. Um, it should, if not, they do two survivors, it should definitely be Jill and Chris. Right. Um, no, but at first I was thinking, you know, um, because of the. Uh, um, because of the time of the release, that it might be Lady Dimi Dimitrescu. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think it is. I have trouble pronouncing. But then I realized she's like what nine foot tall. If she were to be a killer in that daylight, she, you you would see a coming from a mile away. So obviously, it's not gonna be her. Yeah, I don't know. It could be interesting. So I'm thinking. Could be I'm honestly thinking more something more um, iconic, and I almost want to say it's going to be Nemesis. Yeah, but it also. I've seen a lot of people say it might be Wesker. Mm, I would say either Nemesis or Mr. X. I want it I to feel. be those two. I do. Well, one of them. Because I just you know, don't know. Both of them have the movement speed to be slow enough. Oh, killers are faster than survivors in the end. Yeah, so that's they, fair. They don't need like, to be slow. They, can, and, they both have enough in their toolkits, is my point. But like Wesker would is, be like you, just fast. <laughs> Yeah, if you grab Wesker, what's it, what's the skill gonna be? I mean, is it gonna be Wesker from like Resident Evil Five, or is it gonna be Wesker from Resident Evil Two? You know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, then there is, um, Pokemon Snap this week. Oh yes, I uh, I've never played the original. I'm oddly looking forward to this one. Are you grabbing it day one? Yeah, I've already pre-ordered it. I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited for that. Um. I'm also getting R-Type Final the same day, which is a shoot-em-up, and mm -hmm. should be good. I, I like them shoot-em-ups. And then we'll also have this week Battle Axe, which is a 2D dungeon-crawling hack-and-slash game, and fly, fly Together, which I'm actually doing a first look for, and nice. honestly, it's pretty addicting co-op game. I, uh, you use your Joy-Cons and direct, basically, you're like an air traffic controller. It's pretty fun, but I can't say too much about it until the game is out. Right, I understand that. So, I'm assuming you also picked up New Pokemon Snap then. Um, seems like the big game you're looking forward to. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping this holds... It's probably going to hold me over... Um, Not that I need the games to hold me over, but it's going to hold me over until Resident Evil 8 comes out, and I'll be playing that until... I don't know. <sighs> E3, probably, or a little before. I, I have a lot of games coming out in May and June. What, what else is coming out in May? Did I pre-order anything? I don't think so. I'm looking... Oh! completely forgot to mention i didn't put it in the, in the notes the great ace attorney oh great ace attorney chronicles yes that got announced yes oh yes i'm looking forward to that one i put that one on my pre-order list 
Japan's actually getting a double pack, which of course they are, uh, with Great Ace Attorney Chronicles and the original three Phoenix Wright games in one with a nice slipcase. And PlayAsia oh, had it up nice. for pre-order, but I did not pre-order it. I have it. I have the trilogy uh, digitally. But yeah, it's cool. The U.S. is getting a physical for this one, and now it's only forty dollars. And now we just need the um, uh, Ace Attorney Investigations collection. Yeah. Uh, in May, um, I'm not getting Subnautica because I have it already, and I realized that, so I canceled my pre-order. Okay, I'm getting Subnautica I'm, in May. I've already pre-ordered that one as well. I'm not gonna... I can't rebuy it, dude. I have too many games coming out. I had to cancel it. Um, dude, like I said, I just purchased the Blizzard, uh, Arcade Collection and Series 7 trilogy. That's like, what, eight games and two purchases? Yeah, that's fair. Um, honestly, other than Resident Evil... I say other than. K's, K's in the Wild Mass looks pretty good. I'm getting that. Um, Miitopia, Shin Megami Tensei 3, World Ends Club Deluxe Edition, and Wonder Boy Asha in the Monster World is probably what I'm getting for May. Other than Jeez. Resident Evil. And then in That's June, good. the highlights are like Ninja Gaiden Collection Physically, Saga Frontier, Guilty Gear Drive, uh, Mario Golf, obviously, Scarlet Nexus, Oh, Destroy All Humans. I pre-ordered that because I want to have that on Switch. I haven't played that since the original Xbox 360. And Disgaea 6, if it keeps the release date. Well, that one's coming too, yeah. Oof, and Yeast 9. One. Yeast 9 as well. Um, still... I don't know. It's a lot. It's, a, it's quite a list. Joel, uh, I only... I didn't even name everything. I was just picking. <laughs> July like, has like, some cool stuff too. Like, okay, so my current backlog is only 200 games and it seems like there's never going to be a dent made in it nope at this point because switch is just getting so many great games yeah it's it's a good time to be a nintendo fan i'll say that um that's about it for us i don't know if you have anything else dave um no that uh ace attorney great ace attorney was the last thing that popped into my mind that i forgot to add to the list well, that's it for this week's episode of Nintendo Rama. Thanks again for joining me, Dave. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad too. And uh, make sure to join us next week. We're going to be talking more news, more Nintendo content. We'll see what Nintendo has in store for us this week. Oh, we'll probably be discussing uh, Pokemon Snap next week. Yes, yes, we shall. See you guys then. Have a great week. <laughs>